0: If you're new here, I'd like to join in on our many other conversations on the DYL podcast. My name is Samuel, and I believe you're here because you want better, you want higher. So let's have a go. <music> This conversation is on post-COVID-19, how to be creative in the 2020s, or or better still, how you can be creative in the 2020s. So we hear things like, um, think out of the box. We hear things like, um, change the rule, create your own thing, you know, create something. Just, I mean, (laughs) all these are just um, ways to to propel us and to instigate some sort of movement within us to be able to chart probably a new path Um, we, of course change the rules and really what does this mean what does it mean to change the rules there's going to be a framework for this thing i mean do we just you know take a particular concept just turn it right side up or you know bottom up and just say hey we've got a new thing here (laughs) Yeah, that may be a nuisance, really. <laughs> so you don't want to really do that. What we want to do is that is there is there a formula for creativity, is there a way to go about it? And for me personally, on my journey, I've discovered that there is actually a formula to creativity. It's not just um something we just do haphazardly, or it's not just a random process. Of course, there's there's room for serendipity when it comes to creativity. Um, of course uh, that's part of what we must um, create room for as well but there's got to be a framework there's got to be something we engage which could bet serendipity in the process and if not then of course we're still on to something good Is creativity just something that just you know fall upon us i mean just like rain comes from above and we're just like wow i'm Um, You know, I was just sitting still and it just came in. (laughs) Um, So I think creativity for me personally has, okay, for example, uh, let me just use this premise. Many of us know mathematics and we've actually done mathematics. And back then in high school or secondary school, depending on, which term is used in your part of the country. We hear things like, um, for example, when you are using graphical method to solve and you have to um, um, draw this chart on a graph and you've got two axes usually, you've got a Y and you've got X as- axis for many people. <laughs> um, so when you're calculating the slope, um, Something we all know. We say um, the change along the y-axis divided by the change along the x-axis, and that's how we get a value. Um, so, for many people in mathematics, they just easily call this the y, dy, dy over dx. Of course, people—I mean, non-math students or people who have haven't done this in a while—is you know, you don't worry. It's just the same thing. It's like change, change along y-axis. Um, you divide it by change or you know the x-axis and you get a value. So we're not really interested in the math. What I just want to bring out from there is the formula. So the formula is um it's changing y over, like divide by changing x. Simply call the y over dx, the, the y over dx. Now you could just go and say, look, I want to be creative. I mean, change the rule, change something, and then you're like i've changed it it's now dx over the y i mean it's no longer the y over dx. it's just you know i just flipped it over i just brought yeah that may be some some change but then that's gonna be that may just result into nuisance like i said earlier um, what we want to do is constructive change constructive um we want to engage something you know constructive that leads to but then how what 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 is that construct we have to employ in some of these things um also there's this example i give in music for many people um of course we know that the foundation of music is say do re mi fa sol la ti do so of course someone will just come up and say hey look we've got to change this i mean Though Rami Faso has gone on, you know, for ages, for years, you know, I wanna change it, you know, just create something else. <laughs> okay, you can. <laughs> but then there's gotta be a construct, there's gotta be an idea to these things. Now we're gonna come back to this concept, but let's delve in. What's the formula to creativity? For me personally, on my journey, I've come to discover that there are certain things to engage that could actually lead to creativity. Now the first. I'm going to actually mention the first, the very first. Now, for everything that exists, for every concept, for every idea, there's usually the, the there's there's usually the primary part which i like to call the foundational part i like to call it the engine it's it's the it's the raw it's 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 the primary form of of the existence of a particular idea remember you want to tweak an idea remember you want to change something because you can't innovate from nothing like you can not just wake up one day and just imagine something that doesn't exist and has no application anywhere. So whatever you're thinking of has to have a relation with something. There has got to be a framework. You know, there's got to be a design for something that already exists. So there's got to be this relationship. So um, in that light, um, um, there's there's always a foundation for something. There's this, there's a primary construct. So when you want to be creative, you want to be creative removing the structures the frame you want to, you want to be creative around the so i'll just use a simple example of a vehicle so for a vehicle there's the engine and then there's the bodywork so when you want to be creative you want to take into cognizance the fact that there is an engine which is the essential makeup of a vehicle So if you're going to create something you're going to create something new you must always know that there's got to be an engine (laughs) like you like you 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 can innovate say oh look you know i want to um, create something new we're going to have cars but there's going to be no engine i mean it's just going to be just plastic materials and it's going to move like that's crazy (laughs) but obviously Perhaps we're gonna get to that time, you know, where we may not use engines. I mean, maybe some hundreds of years to come and it's just gonna be like birds. We're gonna fly like birds. I mean, just (laughs) that's funny anyway, but I I hope you get the message. There's gotta be a framework. You want to innovate around the engine. So you want to innovate, okay. A vehicle must have an engine. An engine may not necessarily be the definition of what we call an engine, but there's gotta be something that causes movement. So that thing you want to make sure that it's kept and then an idea is built around it so someone calls it engine not cog <laughs> um, um keep the engine still make sure you and and really that's how many creative ideas were built the engine was kept the engine can be modified a new engine can be created but you want to make sure that there's there's there, there's a primary form of it for its main existence. For example, I'm going to give you an example. Um, what I sang um, as the basic basis of music: Do Re Mi Fa Sol La Ti Do. You discover that every sound you make has reference to this um, to this seven um, this seven sounds. You may call it or seven notes or you know, depending on the term you want to define it, there are seven actually do, and it ends in a do. Um, so you want to make sure that, I've practically, I've, I've gone on that search. I, was, I, I, I decided to trace all sounds to see if they go back to this uh, musical scale, this framework. So I I I made new sounds with my mouth, you know. I said, ow, I made new sounds saying, okay, I'm not gonna work with the Rumi Facility though. I'm gonna create something different. Okay, I'm gonna do something like ha. Ah. And and somehow I just discovered that, or say something like ta ra just create something crazy, you know. But I discovered that all those sounds, regardless of what you use, regardless of how you you twist your mouth regardless of how you make that air pass through your windpipe regardless of the alphabet you use the combination it still (laughs) it still has a relation or it still takes a sound from this seven notes so somehow the structure of music has already been built around this and really that's what major songs do they just innovate around it so instead of going from say do re to me you know some people sing songs and they go do to me and that's actually what creates the dynamism in in what we know as songs really so you can't really go about it's going to be somehow like wasted effort to say you and actually do re mi fa sol la ti do is actually what we call the major notes so this is a little bit musical but i'm just trying to build something since music is something we all know and we all do Now, trying to disagree by saying, okay, I'm not going to work with the seven common things. We know I'm going to create something. You discover that whatever you are creating still has reference to these major notes. Somehow it still falls into these major notes, regardless of the sound you are creating, it's still fun, regardless of what you use to create the sound, it still falls back to these. It may just be the arrangement How you move the progression, what you skip, what you omit, you know, and the jumps you make across those notes is fine. So you want to make sure that um, um, there's a structure, there's a framework around what you are designing. So you're thinking about an idea. There's got to be a foundation and there's got to be a primary form of it, which you can't do against. Then innovation is around that concept. So you must find what exactly is the foundation. There's a foundation to everything. For example, if you want to innovate with, say, the transport system, you say, you know, come on, we're fed up with cars, we're fed up with airplanes, we're fed up with, say, ships, and want to create something else. Now, you can create something else, but you must remember that the three forms um, of um, where we can move as humans because we move is there are three there are how do I say this? But there's the land, there's um, air and there's water. That's like primarily the three mediums we have. We, we, so if you're moving, you're either moving on land. If you're not going to be on land and you're going to be elevated, then you're moving on the air or through the air. And if you are not going to be on land and you're not on air, then you're most probably on the water, on water or in the water so we've not discovered any other way you can move any other medium so if you want to create a, a system of transportation you want to make sure that it's based on these three forms else there's no idea you know you're saying something like i want to create an idea i want to create a means of transportation it's like okay means of transportation What through what is it going to be on land going to be on air I say no i don't want to do any i don't want it to be on land i don't want it to be on air I don't want then it's going to be invisible yeah even if it's going to be invisible it's going to move i mean invisible is going to move through something i mean uh so what is where is it going to move through a vacuum Where's vacuum going to be on land or on air or is it going to be in the water on below the earth i mean it's going to be so There's got to be a foundation around what you're designing. You must know what the foundation is for that particular concept. Because the idea is that what limits creativity is the idea that when you want to innovate and then you have have things that have been imputed perhaps by others, what you want to do is that when you want to create, you want to make sure that you are in the most... Yeah, let me use that word. You are in the most... it's the raw form of of that particular concept you are you are innovating around you want to make sure you are not having you know additions things that for example you're innovating cars you want to make sure that what you just have is just the components of the car okay car must have a tire some may not be called a tire but it must have some sort of um um impute to make it move it must there must be some level of Um, There must be something that generates that capacity to move, which is the engine. So these are the frame. These are itemized things. There may be two or three things. Okay, What's the most important thing in a car? The engine and probably the tire. Like the bodywork, really. We may not need that. Or there may be some other idea. So you want to make sure that when you are innovating, you are innovating around this concept, which are key concepts. Okay, there's got to be something that's going to cause it to move. There's got to be something that it has to move on. So you want to make sure it's going to glide through. These are the concepts you actually um, design. So when you've got the, the, this raw form, then you want to innovate around them and say, "Hey, the car mustn't be this shape, or it mustn't be this way, or this is not this, this is not what I want. I want to create." But whatever you're creating, whatever massive idea you have there, is going to move, and something is going to make it move. So those key concepts you have to innovate around them rather than saying look i don't want an engine i don't want a tire i don't want anything it's like okay what do you want to do let's start from ground zero even if we're going to start from ground zero we still have to create some sort of engine some new engine maybe but it's still going to be something like that now that's one know what the foundation is or what the basic the, the raw form of it and the basic um, formation and then innovate around that that's one way to drive creativity now another, um, not another way these are just remember we're not really chat we're not really list giving our list of one two three on the DYL podcast we don't do that what we do is want to want to put these frameworks around for ourselves to know what so we can design something for ourselves I'm not telling you what to do I'm just giving you some pointers so you can then chat something for yourself So another thing i found that also kind of instigates or um, propagates this idea of creativity, you would call it a formula or a framework, something is quality knowledge. Now, remember, there's um, on the internet we've got we've got for many people they are aware that we've got surface web and we've got the deep web. The surface web is about four percent of the internet, and that's where many many of our informations are. Informations we find on Quora, we find on um, Facebook, informations we found find on Google, on Bing, on Yahoo, MSN, all that. It's just around 4% of the internet, yet it, yet, um, such information is it, it, it's even difficult to consume the amount of information in that 4% within a lifetime. Then how much more consuming 100% of the whole information that, that really exists in the world. So the idea really, the reason I gave this premise is that the idea really is not knowledge. Knowledge is not what you really need oh if i know more if i can know more about this i wish i can innovate around this concept no knowledge is not actually the primary force behind creativity quality knowledge is what i like to call it i'll define what quality knowledge is so in every field i have a theory that there's always one percent of quality knowledge in every niche or in every field now knowledge of course is knowledge Knowledge could be information, just be something unique, something new, something that helps you understand. Some knowledge is knowledge. It's think of it as hundred percent, or it's just there. We can access knowledge anywhere, anyhow, you know, any means. You know, whether on the internet, offline. There's just surge of information everywhere. We are learning every day, even just by observing, sitting still and looking. We we are taking in information. We're taking in knowledge. What we really need to chart a course for ourselves, what we really need in creativity is not just knowledge. What you need is quality knowledge. Now, have you ever given yourself a thought where where the, the 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 best of the best in every field? Where do they learn from? Maybe the best in the best in the field of sports where do, do do those two or three people or four or five of them where do they learn it is easy for those that are still within the, um, the lower KEDA to learn from those ahead i mean it's it's common it's, it's 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 a common thing to always learn from people above you but where do those at the peak where do they learn from how where you know how do they survive how do they get better where do they you know go to as a source now i define quality knowledge as (laughs) okay quality knowledge i define it as the source where the one percent or where those in the peak where they feed from that's what you call quality knowledge they don't have time to just absorb anything there's a way they chat they are learning there's a way they focus there's amount of information they also yeah they're taking information they don't just become immobile or just, you know, become a robot, you know, staying there and they're like, we're made already. They still learn. That's why they, they get better. The source, where they learn from, is where I call the source of quality knowledge. So go after that. That's how to seek quality knowledge. Quality knowledge is not just anything. It's not just any book, any material, any training, any course online, you know. No, there's quality And the people who can give quality are those that are in that realm of quality. So of course, you probably should, you know, mentors are good people who can, you know, put you on a path to feeding from quality. I mean, quality is actually what bets that those sparks of creativity, not just knowledge. Yeah, knowledge can, it does, many times we've seen it, but we want to give ourselves a head start, you know, we want to give yourself an edge So you want to feed on quality and not just anything. So definition of quality, where mentors feed from, where the people are at the peak of their careers, peak of their industry, peak in their niche, where they feed from, that's the definition of quality. That's what you want to see. That's what you want to go after. Another concept is bookkeeping. In one of our episodes on the DIY, I went, you know, to actually describe what it is. I um, went to actually uncover what the concept of bookkeeping is. But just for short, and just as um, to add to this, is a concept where you record. It's a concept where you sit still. It's actually maybe connected to a fourth point. But then bookkeeping is a process where you document, you write down, you have time to just reflect on those probably those quality ideas you fed from you allow yourself to to just be in the moment you know in a place where you can just go over your thought your thoughts can just flood through you know creating this web for yourself you know while sitting still and then probably some ideas coming or some link are created and then you are writing down you're in the moment you're feeling everything it's going around you all those things you've observed is going around, your brain is processing, you are in the moment. So that's what bookkeeping, you actually write down, so you begin to document. And there's lots of, you know, it helps the brain be organized, that's some of the things. I think you should actually, at this point, if you've not listened to that, you should just check it out, bookkeeping. It helps your brain to be organized. When your brain is organized, your brain can do more work. Think of it this way. You know when you receive some information your brain always tries to you know create this connection so it can form a meaning once your brain has a meaning to something you know it just stores it in the brain and moves on to the next. but as soon as those things are scattered you know the brain doesn't understand the brain tries to create some synergy you know the brain doesn't like being in a distorted state they like the brain likes a state of comfort where everything is is good it's, it's known it's fixed you know so it tries to work. That's why when you're just by yourself, you're trying to do something, your brain starts to pick some information of the previous day or the past event. It's, it's normal for the brain to do that. So what you want to help your brain to do is to actually create this um, this network for yourself of meaning, of understanding, of new understanding, and then you want to record it down. So, so you, your brain has better, um, you know, better graphs of of the next process, you know, of the next thing to do. Because when you are able to document, you're able to say, okay, I have an understanding of this is what I understand as of today. Your brain is able to build on that, you know, further, you know, further. And okay, I understand this concept. You go further. I understand this concept. Giving your brain quality to feed on, giving your brain exactly what it needs to feed on, not leaving your brain to just a random pattern, random sampling, which is what goes on for many people. So you wanna guide your brain to do this process. And the last is, which I've come up with, is meditation. It's tied to the third, right? And, you know, of course we know what meditation is. Now, at this point, I would like to say, creativity is really not an inside, it's really not an outside, inside process. Creativity is not what you learn from something externally and then you're like wow i saw this somewhere I, I there's room for that and it has happened with same people but really creativity even though eventually it's from something you see outside creativity is something that is birthed from the inside so those quality information you're feeding yourself with those those volume of information you're you're staying on the foundation staying on some framework you're trying to tweak around those things trying to create some some, um, some you're trying to create a framework around certain ideas. You're meditating, you're sitting still, you're guiding your brain in a process, and suddenly your brain bursts the spark. Really, we are designed. The capacity of our brains is being underestimated in this in this regard. I know most times there's the other extreme where we overestimate what our brains can do, but really, I think. In this regard, when we're talking about creativity, most times we underrate what our brains can do. We just see our brain as something where we feed it with information, and then it recalls. It's like just a machine. You just, you know, hey, just trade in there, and you're like, okay, maybe for students, okay, I need it for exams, and then the brain say, oh, take it back. That's what we've limited the brain to. We've not understood that the brain is a very powerful machine. Why do you think when you're sleeping, sometimes your brain? doesn't sleep it begins to you begin to and you know for some people they just wake up in the, in the morning and like wow i found an idea how you were sleeping really that's how powerful the brain is why don't we utilize the brain and serve and let it serve its purpose so the brain is actually the engine of creativity really so you want to let it do the work for you and you want to guide it you want to chart a path for it so it could do its own thing so creativity is really an inside out process not not the reverse it's not it's not the other way around it's an inside it's it's it's, it's this volume when you created this web for yourself you, you this is superior information you've gotten quality you' you you're, you're 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 reminiscing on 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 you know on those essentials and then you're doing a lot of mental work around and this doesn't have to be a rigorous process it could just be a car you, not casual, but it could just be a process that just happens, you know, through the day. It doesn't have to be some two hours, three, four, five. It could be something that could just be happening in the background, really. But there's this, there's, 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 your, your brain is, your brain is focused and it knows exactly what it needs to do. So it creates this, um, you know, work for you. It, it It works for you. And then it's able to birth this, new ideas is able to birth new concept is able to you really don't teach the brain what to do creativity is not okay um i think i want to create something that's this is this like you already know what you want to do just go do it but the kind of creativity we're talking about is that which we just know that we could be more we know we could make the world better but we don't really know how to do it but we have a concept we're thinking okay we've got to you know solve this challenge we've got to solve this challenge i see this but i don't i know there's something that can be done around this that's kind of creative we're talking about and then you are able to sit still and then you know your brain's able to work it's an internal process that then bets out those sparks wow eureka i found an idea so in summary Work with roots, work with foundations, they exist. Find foundations in around every concept you wanna work on. Else you'll be embarking on some fruitless journey or some, some journey which may not yield anything. Now, creativity, just a nugget to add. Creativity is not domain specific. It's not say I'm an academic. I have to know how to use this machine, and you know, the more I learn about the machine, the more I know how to innovate. Nope. Or I mean, this um, specific, um, um, yeah, this other industry. The more I learn about it, the more I focus on it. The more I take in lots of info, loads of information about that specific field, then I should be able to, you know, create and you know, innovate around it and be creative. Nope. Creativity is not industrial domain specific. Creativity is a general concept that will cost humanity across, and it's the same process for every field. Whether you're in academic, whether you are in art, whether you're in humanities, whether whatever field you are, it's it's generic. It just, it's the same thing. Yes, knowing a, more of a particular thing may birth, may be a process that may lead to it but overall creativity is a generic process it is the same way it happens across all industry so someone could be in biology and could innovate for chemistry someone could be in art and could innovate for science what we've really done in the world so far is we've we've, we've just we've isolated knowledge we've just we've just dumped knowledge in some isolated um we've <laughs> You know, just put them out there and say, "Hey, this is unconnected to this. Hey, this is this. You know, this is there. This. So you know, there's this disconnect." And it seems like to actually thrive in a particular place, you have to feed on that particular. To know another nugget that birth creativity is: if you are satisfied, really, then you hardly can innovate. People that you know, are able to change the rule, think out of the box, are always hungry. They they stay hungry. They 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 always think there's more. We don't think the human race has seen its best. We're not thinking, wow, the smartest, you know, already existed. They died. You know, the smartest were back then in the seventies. Yeah. Um or, you know, I don't think there's any other great idea more than Apple or more than Facebook. I'm 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 calling brand names. I shouldn't, but the reason is because they represent the, the highest of what we've seen in this industry. And maybe there's going to be... But really, what I'm, well, the reason I'm saying that is some people have the ideology that the best is already out. And really, before we had these industries that we're calling the best, there were some other names. And then these ones came, and then they were like, wow, we've never seen this. And of course, that's how the human race is. The next generation, the next thing we're going to see, especially in this post Pandemic period where we're already in a new era, we're going to see new shift, we're going to see new industries you know come out you know, and these industries are actually going to be industries that are bettered out of a number of things so creativity really, those that stay hungry, you know are actually people that ends up you know getting on that part of creative so you want to stay hungry, you want to stay open, you want to stay lot. you 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 never want to accept anything as the best and perfect yes it could be good it could be better but never the best there's always out there that's why science continues to improve if we've had the best in the world i mean why do we have science and tech like we could just seize everything and just go to rest everyone take vacation and just go relax there's nothing more to do we have the best of the best but no We know we don't. There's a yearning within us to always be better. And that's what we're doing here. Work with foundation. That's a very important key. So I'll leave you with this. Stay creative. Stay open. Stay hungry. Be phenomenal.